From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Ohio's Asian American communities are reacting to the weekend's mass shooting that left 10 people dead and 10 injured at a Chinese New Year celebration in suburban Los Angeles. Johnny Wu is with the OCA Asian Pacific American Advocates Greater Cleveland Chapter. I was very shocked and saddest that this happened there in, in L.A. Asian American citizens are getting, getting hurt by people. Very unfortunate this is happening, picking up a, a Lunar New Year celebration that we all having to get together for Year of the Rabbit, have a great time. Yan Sun has lived in America for the last 30 years and is a leader in the Columbus Asian American community. We are a country has been very losing on gun control, right? This is not happening in some other massive country. I've now said this could happen everywhere in the world, but why in U.S. we have heard this news more and more. The L.A. County Sheriff says the shooting suspect, now identified as 72-year-old Hu Can Tran, died of self-inflicted gunshot wounds. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has ordered flags be flown at half-staff until sunset on Thursday to honor the victims. A Columbus City Schools special education assistant was killed over the weekend in a shooting on the city's west side. ONN's Brittany Bailey has more. Police say 25-year-old Jamika Somerville was killed. We have a statement from CCS confirming she was a special education assistant at Highland Elementary. CCS leaders called Somerville a committed and passionate educator. She worked at Highland for nearly five years. The statement says she left a positive impression in the classroom. The district's care and wellness team will be available to support students and staff. Meanwhile, there is no word from police on a suspect in her killing. I'm Brittany Bailey. The racketeering conspiracy trial of former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder is underway in Cincinnati. ONN's Dave James reports. Former U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of Ohio, David DeVillers, investigated the case leading up to Householder's arrest. He weighed in on whether Householder will testify. I don't know. I mean, in these kind of cases, it's often difficult for the defense attorneys to keep them off the stand, even though they may advise them to do so. Householder is accused of orchestrating an elaborate scheme involving First Energy, secretly funding efforts to help put him in control of the House to pass legislation to bail out nuclear plants that were owned by a First Energy subsidiary. Dave James, I went in news. Four escaped inmates from Missouri were captured in southwest Ohio over the weekend. ONN Steve Vaughn has the story. The state patrol caught two of the inmates after they fled a traffic stop in Butler County Friday night. A third escapee was arrested in Westchester early Saturday, and the last inmate was found hiding in a car that was parked in the driveway. We don't know why they were here. We don't know what they've done while they were here. They're all apprehended and in custody at this time. Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones says they had all hands on deck looking for the final escapee. Criminals are stupid. This one was stupid, but he was dangerous, and he come to the wrong place. The four are awaiting extradition back to Missouri. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Bowling Green State University and the family of Stone Foltz have announced a historic settlement related to hazing. Foltz was a BGSU student and a Delaware County native who died from fraternity hazing. ONN's Lindsay Mills in Columbus has details. Sherry and Corey Foltz say this was never about the money and there will never be closure. Obviously the the money has nothing that means anything to us because it's not going to bring Stone back. 
but what it does allow is us to move forward and help us through the foundation, continue the education piece of it. The settlement, $2.9 million. The Fultz family say this money will be used for efforts to make sure no parents know their pain. Since Stone's death in March of 2021, the family has created a foundation in his name. I'm Lindsay Mills. Gas prices are heading up. AAA says the average price for a gallon in Ohio today is $3.46, up 21 cents over the past week and more than 60 cents higher than a month ago. Nationally, the average is $3.42. The price of eggs will soon be heading down. ONN's Clay Gordon has more with Brian Muscajiri, a global trade strategist with Eggs Unlimited. Prices spike for a variety of reasons, including the spread of avian influenza. Experts say as we head into the summer months, the balance of supply and demand should even out. I would say the consumers should ultimately be seeing relief at the shelf, you know, as soon as the retailers have time to pass those cost savings along. Obviously, we're going to be going into another really strong demand period with Easter and Passover ahead. It might take a few more weeks for you to start seeing those savings when you buy eggs at the store. I'm Clay Gordon. Today is the first day of the tax filing season. The IRS expects to get over 168 million returns by the April 18th deadline. This year's deadline is three days later than usual because of a holiday weekend. And the Cincinnati Bengals, winners of 10 straight, play at Kansas City on Sunday, a team they've beaten the last three times they faced them, with the winner going to the Super Bowl. ONN's Dom Tiberi reports. Quarterback Joe Burrow completing 23 of 36, 242 yards and two touchdowns. As they go on to win 27 to 10, and while they're thrilled with this victory, this team is on a mission to get back to the Super Bowl. And Joe Burrow thinks this year's team is better than last year's team that went to the big game. I think our line is better. I think our run game is better. I think our defense is better. I, I just think our special teams is better. We're just overall... Uh, a much better team than we were last year. I'm Dom Tiberi. And DeMar Hamlin watched yesterday's game from an end zone suite in Buffalo. It was a rematch of the regular season game that was canceled three weeks ago when the Bills' safety went into cardiac arrest and had to be resuscitated on the field in Cincinnati. Buffalo head coach Sean McDermott said seeing DeMar at the game was special. Just him being in the locker room, his presence, I think was good for the guys and, and also hopefully good for him. Um, and I thought it was a pretty cool moment. Um, the game wasn't trending the way we wanted it to, but when they put him on the big screen and, and uh, just a great moment, keeping perspective, of course, on where he was just a few weeks ago. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.